Welcome to House to Home Podcast. It's here that we'll learn how to cultivate an eternal haven in our temporary world. So grab a cup of coffee, do the dishes, or even take a drive in your car. Whatever it is you do while listening, I hope you feel right at home. Hey everybody, Bree here. So today I'm going to bring you a bonus episode on the home with sickness. And I mean physical sickness, not spiritual sickness. We are rounding about here, getting close to the holidays and wintertime and fall. And with that comes a lot of sickness. And if you're like us and the people we've been around, 2021 has been just a year of sickness. It seems like one thing has hit after the next. And I am currently on my couch. I just finished editing our last podcast. And my husband is outside with baby boy on the phone, and I just decided on a whim I'm going to do a short podcast, release it as a bonus episode on what to do when your house is sick, especially with kids. Um, Just give you some tips and tidbits. We just recently shared our elderberry syrup recipe on House to Home, and I have a health tab on there now that you can or it's a health highlight on our Instagram that you can go and look at and we're going to share things like what's in our medicine cabinet and um, kind of vitamins supplements things we do to boost our immunity and our health um, natural DIY things and recipes anything to do with the health we will share on there the physical health. And so today I just wanted to pop on here um, because we're like right in the middle of it. So upstairs I have two little girls napping. I have one who has had the stomach bug and that is the worst. And I'm just kind of waiting for it to make its rounds. The stomach bug is the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to me. I would rather birth a baby over and over and over again. Um, I'd rather break an arm. I'd rather do anything but throw up. And so I'm really hoping it doesn't hit me. Uh, My son, as my oldest was throwing up, she had set her cup down of Gatorade and he went up and grabbed it and drank it just like 10 minutes ago. So I'm like, oh no, it's going to hit him next. But I just wanted to get on here and share some tips about having sickos in the home. Obviously, tip number one would to be to just keep them home. Don't share the love with other people. Uh, I tend to lean on the side of caution as you know I like to keep my kids home a little bit longer than probably some do because I don't want to keep spreading it and I want to give them time to rest anytime my kids don't feel good or I may suspect that they're sick or they have fevers I keep them home and then they're they're able to get over it quicker they're not fighting it and then getting something else or we're just constantly fighting it and aggravated and trying to get out of the house or trying to do fun things and they're just miserable the whole time. So tip number one is to let them have rest. Um, The best thing you can do for your children when they're not feeling well is to give them a loving, comforting home and a loving and comforting mom and dad um, to, you know, just bring them a little bit of peace because no one likes being sick and it's the worst being sick and going about your duties. And even though kids don't have duties, playing is their duty. That's their their real thing. You know, they, they love that and they want to play, but sometimes we have to kind of force them to rest. So some things we do at home to um, keep them in a restful state is 
I, a lot of times, will confine them to one room, um, depending on how bad the sickness is. And it's not like they're quarantined to that room and they can only stay in that room. But that's the room they're going to be sleeping in, and everyone else is going to be sleeping elsewhere, so we're not sharing the germs. That's the room that they're going to be napping in, and they're going to be spending most of their time And so if this is in the living room, I recommend getting like a big blanket and we call it the sick blankie and we throw it over the couch or we throw it over the chair, whatever your child is going to be in the most. And um, that way, if it is like the stomach bug or even if it's the flu or something that you just don't want all those germs being shared with the house, you can take that blanket off whenever you need to say vomit gets on it or say, you know, they're going to be going up to their bed to sleep at night and you just want to wash that blanket again, you can take that off and stick it in the washer with some hot water and lots of detergent and clean it up and then have it ready again for tomorrow. Um, That way, not all your germs are getting all over that chair or all over that couch because it's not easy to just, you know, clean the couch off kind of deal, but you can take a blanket off easily and disinfect it. Again, especially if you're having something like throwing up and maybe you have a little one who's not getting to the bathroom quick enough for getting to that bowl. Um, That's another thing. If it is the stomach bug, I like to do a trash can, a small trash can. Maybe I shouldn't say small, more like a medium size. I've got like a medium size trash can that I keep in my bathroom and I will put a big trash bag over it so that it's covering the whole trash can and then they can vomit in that rather than um, having to get up and go to the toilet or rather than doing like a bowl or a bucket that you would then have to clean out every time this time you can just or this way you can just take that trash can wrap it up and put it in the trash you don't have to worry about any kind of cleanup and then you can keep your trash bag too or your trash can there you take that trash bag put that in the trash and you can still keep that trash can um you can just you know disinfect it and clean it up when they're done being sick or sickos but um i like again if i'm keeping them confined to one area I also like to do what we call the sick basket and um, the basket that I use, I used to not use a fabric basket, but the reason why I use a fabric basket now is because I can wash this as well. So we have the sick basket and when someone gets sick, depending on what sort of sickness they have, mom loads this basket up with things they might need. So Kleenexes, water, um, their cup of Gatorade essential oils. We love the Dejai's oil for when we're having stomach problems. That helps calm the stomach. A lot of times if we're not actually sick but we know we've just ate something bad or we're having gas, that Dejai's really helps. Um, I like to put things like um, cough drops in there or you know if they're having fevers and you need to put Tylenol or ibuprofen in there. I also will put their toothbrush and their toothpaste in there and that way they're not sharing their germs with the rest of the house. And fun tip is you can soak your toothbrushes in peroxide. You can make a spray of peroxide in water and that works as a disinfectant. That's a good alternative to the nasty disinfectant sprays. And again, that can be used on something like toothbrushes um, or cups or something like that. So I just fill this basket up with anything they might need. Thermometers, uh, with the stomach bug, I have these little, they're for morning sickness. I'll have to look, I'll post some of this stuff on our Instagram, but, um, they're little ginger drops. They're kind of like cough drops, except they're ginger. And so that helps ease your stomach. Of course, peppermints help too. I don't know what brand those are, but I think they're for morning sickness. So like, I think I get them in the mommy section, you know, um, but it, it works for children as well. 
And so I love the idea of having the sick blanket and the sick basket. That sick basket being fabric, I think I got mine in the Target dollar aisle for like three bucks because you can wash those and then you can reuse them and just pull them back out, you know, each time a kiddo gets sick. Of course, we like to pump them up with lots of fluids, elderberry syrup, um, things that's going to boost their immunity, broth, bone broth, those sorts of things. There are popsicles, Pedialyte popsicles, that help with dehydration. Uh, If your kids are big popsicle eaters, regular popsicles do the trick as well. Another thing, if your kids don't like the elderberry syrup, there are elderberry gummies. And we keep, um, I try to keep it all year round. I try to keep stocked up on things that I know we will need when kids get sick. But I especially do this when fall and winter start hitting. So in my kitchen and in my bathroom and in my medicine cabinet, I want to keep things on hand like elderberry syrup, like the Zarbies brand. Um, They've got cough syrup for kids that has honey in it, stuff like that. Those ginger drops, things like Gatorade, um, soup, bone broth. I just want to make sure that I have these sorts of stuff. The Pedialyte popsicles, they come in a box, and so you can store those in the back of your um, cabinet. You don't even have to put them in your freezer unless you just want to. Yeah, I just like to keep these things on hand all the time. That way, when someone does get sick, I'm not running to the store. I did have to do that today. I ran to the store, but I had a lot of things on hand. I just wanted to stock up a little bit more. Another thing, obviously, keep disinfectant wipes around, but 7th Generation brand, I think it is just recently they've came out with a disinfectant spray. And I hate Lysol. I don't like the smell of it. It makes me feel even more sick. I feel like I need to open up the windows and get a breather. But at the same time, I want to kill the germs, but I don't want to do it in a toxic way. So the seventh generation disinfectant spray, I use that all over my house today, along with disinfectant wipes. When the neurovirus hits, when the stomach virus hits, that is the one time you will see me disinfecting everything in the world. (laughs) I don't really disinfect my house often at all. I normally just use all-purpose spray, vinegar, baking soda, that sort of thing. But I, I want to keep disinfectant stuff on hand for when the neurovirus especially hits or the flu or something a little bit more serious. And so that seventh generation stuff is not strong at all. And it does the trick. It's a lavender smell is the one that I got. And then again, hydrogen peroxide, like I said, you can make your own. Just Google DIY hydrogen peroxide. I think you would just have to dilute it. I think I just did half and half with mine, like half water, half hydrogen peroxide. And I use that on our toys on occasion for disinfecting, especially uh, when we've been hosting families or having Bible studies or something like that. And so um, you can make your own, but that seventh generation brand has a good smell and kills 99.9% of bacteria just like the Lysol spray does. So that may be another option for you. Another thing that's good to keep around for more cold and respiratory things are diffusers. We have vaporizers, of course, that we get out and it's nice to have a couple if you have a big family because when we had RSV over the summer, we needed more than one vaporizer. So we went out and bought another and then we also had a diffuser. So we had a vaporizer in each bedroom and then we had a diffuser which can kind of work as a vaporizer as well and those are nice because you can put the essential oils in there that help with respiratory things or help disinfect the air and that kind of thing things like purification or I like the RC 
um, Young Living oil. I like to mix that. I think I mix it with peppermint, maybe frankincense when people are sick. That really helps like clear and you don't have to use Vicks Vapor Rub. You can get the Maddie's brand at Walmart. I like to get the Maddie's lavender and it it has kind of the Vicks feel to it. It opens up your airways and then you can add some of that RC on it. And then Young Living also has uh, oils for kids specifically like Tummy Jai's, um, Sniffleys. They have things just special for kids that are already pre-diluted that you can use on your kiddos. And I have noticed time and time again with each kid that if I am on top of it from the beginning of them getting sick and I'm pumping them with good foods, not giving them a ton of sugar, um, staying on top of it with the oils and the medicine and more of the natural things, it's not going to cure them. Um, Those oils, I'm not saying that it's going to take their fever away or it's going to heal them of the flu. But I've noticed time and time again that when I'm on top of it and I'm pumping their body with those things, their healing time is a lot shorter and it seems like their immune systems kind of get that boost that it needs. So I'm not saying that you can slap some essential oil on and it be a cure-all, but I am saying that it kind of helps their healing time. And if you're doing um, things like elderberry syrup even before they get sick, then their immune systems are already built up and they're able and ready to fight a little bit more. Things like sugars, um, you know, and foods that would be more toxic to their body are obviously going to decrease their healing time, whereas foods and natural medicines are going to boost that healing time up. So that's just kind of a given there. And then last but not least, uh, being sick is no fun, but try to make it as fun as you can. I actually have talked to lots of people and they look back at being sick as some really sweet memories that they had with their parents, that they had with their siblings, uh, days where they, you know, popped popcorn and watched movies. Nora loves being sick because she gets a lot of TV. They get a lot of special time, a lot of cuddles, you know, puzzles and books. And so try not to, in the stress of all of it, stress your children out and make it worse for them. You know, you can be frazzled and maybe you're sick too, and it, it is miserable, and I understand that, but it's also a time to kind of rest and hunker down and be with family, and sometimes it's just a providential way of the Lord slowing us down. And so I think make it as fun as you can. Being sick is not fun, but make it as enjoyable as you can for those kids and just, you know, give them love, give them nurture. As a mom, as a woman, you are made to nurture and care and love in a way that men can't. And so do that and be that for your family, nurse them back to health and enjoy that. Enjoy that healing process. Cause again, being sick is not fun, but I think there can kind of be this enjoyment to be had in it to where you can look back on these memories and think of them a little bit fondly and sweet than just, oh yeah, that was the time we had RSV and mom was a turd to everyone. Uh, So make the most of the hard seasons. Hey guys, Brie here. No giveaway this month. This month we're actually asking that you would share, subscribe, and leave a rating and review for our podcast. If you've enjoyed it thus far, if you've benefited, from it and it's been an encouragement to you, then maybe even consider sending it in a text message to a friend or sharing it on your social media and giving us a tag. We've truly been blessed already by our listening audience, so thank you. 
Uh, we can't do it without your support, that's for sure. So it's crazy to think that we've been doing this for a little over a year now and we've enjoyed the journey. We want to keep continuing to bring you more podcasts and resources as time goes on. So you sharing, subscribing, leaving a rating and review, all of that helps us. So big, big thank you from house to home.